Hello. Oh, it's uh, we're doing it. Yeah, we're doing it. Oh, was there a problem? I didn't know. You didn't <laughs> oh, warn me. I yet mean, again. I said I was clicking the button. You saw me clicking the button. But did I, you not? You click buttons all the time well, when we're here. You're just like click, click, click. Can you believe? When was the last time we a recorded a podcast alone and b pre-recorded a podcast? Like this is going to be uh, literally a, a couple hours ago. Well, that wasn't a real one, like a timely one. Like people are going to look for news of the day and we're going to be like, well, we have news of last Wednesday because that's when we recorded this. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, uh, we don't know what this is. (laughs) We do know what it is. It's a fucking podcast. It's a a podcast. But instead of recording this live on Sunday, we are recording this on Wednesday because Sunday, Mr. Matthew Palmer will be out of town. And we wanted to give you guys something. We wanted to give you content. Right. Because, you know, you guys give us so much and we want to give back. We always want to give back. I feel like this is our giving back to the community. Just because I feel like recently we had a week off. And it's like we don't want to give too many weeks off. Our whole thing is being consistent. Yes, and that is what the people want. Was not always our thing. It's not always our thing. (laughs) Guys, a couple years ago we would have had no problem being like, oh, four weeks off. Exactly. We'll see you in March of next year. Yeah. everybody, welcome back to Two Game Mats. It's Matt Palmer. And it's Matt Steele. And we're back here. I would say another week, but you were just here on Sunday. It was just here on Sunday. A few Sunday. days ago. So another mid of midweek. Yeah, midweek. You know, but people want to know what's what our lives are so active and busy and exciting and thrilling. Yes. They want to know what we do on Monday and Tuesday. How were the, was the beginning of your week? <laughs> you uh, gave the whole intro about how we're know, interesting and you know cool. Tuesday I was Fourth of July. Yes, it and was, and I worked. Okay, uh, that sucked. Really? Oh, it's Fourth of July. Not a good. It, it, the thing is, Fourth of July we close an hour early. Oh, that's good. Um, but. The thing is, I work in Santa Monica, and so we're dead for... I, I started at four. Okay. This is the trajectory of every 4th of July every okay. year. I start at four. Dead. Five, five o'clock. Dead. Okay. Six o'clock. We're just like, oh my God, this is going to be the easiest shift ever. We are dead. Seven o'clock. Mm. Everyone is on their way to Santa Monica or to Marina Del Rey to the beach yes. to look at the fireworks. Of course. And so everyone comes in at that last final hour. Mm. And... You know what? It's it's fine. It would be fine to handle if you weren't already so excited about like, oh, we get to leave early. Right. But when it's like you're suddenly inundated with like a huge amount of work and you only have an hour to do it. Right. <laughs> you're just like, God, this sucks. This absolutely sucks. Do you actually, after that hour, like at the end of the day, did you work? Did you get out early? Really? Like if people came in right at the end of the, you know, right as you were closing, you'd have to still serve them. Yes. Uh, Right. As, yeah. The kitchen closes at. At, at closed at eight. Okay. So, which was an hour earlier than we usually close. So, like, as long as the orders were in by eight, then they were served and everything. Oh. And it was just like a mess. So, like, it took a while to clean up. So, I, we still did get out probably like, I probably got out maybe like 40 minutes earlier than I usually do. Okay, that's do. still good. It's good, but it's not good enough. We'll take a win, won't we? Yeah. What did you do on your wonderful day <laughs> off? Uh, well, it was a good day. I had a restful morning since I'm going out of town. Tomorrow, I did my laundry in the morning. I didn't want to go too, you know, get too crazy in the morning. But then in the afternoon, we went over to Jackson's parents' house and, you know, got in the pool and played with his sister's dog and then had a nice dinner that his parents made for us. And, you know, we tried to find the fireworks. We more could hear them than see them. We saw a few on the way back home, like driving on the freeway back to my place from uh, his parents' place. But yeah, it was kind of nice. It was low key. And it was like, I knew that Thursday and Friday and then the following next Monday and Tuesday, I was not going to be at work. So I did very little work on Monday and Wednesday as well. Because I was like, well, let's not. 
I well, Wednesday meeting myself. today. Yeah, today. Well, Wednesday we did something fun. Yes, we did. What did we do? We did. I came over yes. and uh, we were guests on. Can we say the podcast? Yeah, sure. Can we tell the people. Tell we them. were guests on the Kelly Clarkson podcast, the Miss Into podcast. It's true. Podcast. We got to meet <laughs> Jeremy and Pam. They were lovely. Got to talk about Kelly Clarkson for like an hour and a half. Absolutely. It was really fun. And that podcast should be showing up on both of our channels. Yes. Um, at some point. I <laughs> believe it should be mid July, like in a couple yeah. of weeks. You should be able to see something in your regular Two Gay Men's podcast or YouTube feed, or if you're you know subscribers of Miss Into podcast on YouTube or on their podcast, which you should be because they're ge- because they're gems. They are gems, and you'll see a lot. Our conversation we discuss how we feel about chemistry a couple weeks out, how we feel about the album versus when we heard it at the Belasco a couple of months ago. And it was good because I had been biting my tongue a little bit about my chemistry feelings. Spoiler, I have a lot. (laughs) And so it was good to talk to people who know even more than we do about Kelly, about how we feel about each of these songs. They know everything. They probably know what Kelly's doing right now. I bet they do. Yeah. Working. That's what she's doing. (laughs) It's like, do I know what Mariah's doing at all hours of the day? I don't think I do. No. I don't. Yeah, you need... Well, you need to be better. I guess I got to step be it better, up. Lamb. And then uh, after, because I came all the way up here to uh, record the podcast, so I was like, I'm not going to go all the way back down just to come back up to record whatever this podcast is. Yes. I'm going to go to the mall and go shopping. I okay. bought three t-shirts. Aeropostale was having a sale. Oh. Buy one t-shirt, get two for free. Oh, we like that's that. That's a damn that's, deal. That's a good deal. That's a deal. How are the shirts? The shirts are fine. I got two plain white ones and one with some ice cream cones on Okay. Them. Yeah, because I was like, I need some plain white t-shirts. Yeah. You know? So those will pop up, I'm sure, in a two-game match video. And you everyone, can be like, hey, he got that for free. Everyone stay tuned to see Matt Steele's free clothing coming up very soon. Oh, God. Everyone is so excited. I know. Edge of their seats. I Listen, bet. it's more exciting than half of the news we'll probably be talking about <laughs> hey, today. honestly, there have been full weeks with a little bit less news. It's more about, we have to talk about things where I was like really trying not to mention Miranda Sings again. Oh, God. <laughs> and, and, so, and then this morning, something else just popped up. And, and it's, it's like, just oh, like, girl, God, we're girl, done. please, 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 please. So I guess, should we hop into the news for idiots? Sure. Well, we're going to start with something for me. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so you can just sit there quietly for a while. But I think, have you watched any Real Housewives of Beverly Hills with me over our time as friends? When, uh, I mean, like it would be on TV when I was in the room. So are you, do, could you pick Kyle Richards out of Yes, line? of course. Well, I there thought, you go. Yeah. So after 27 years of marriage, it came oh. out on People Magazine that Kyle Richards and Mauricio Umansky, who I believe has his own show on Netflix now with his daughters about the agency, which is the real estate agency that he is the head of, um, they have announced their separation, or at least it came out in People that they were getting separated. There have been a lot of rumblings because if you look at their Instagram feeds, it's a lot of like, they'll post pictures of each other but not together. And Mm. it's like... Oh, happy Father's Day, Mauricio. You're such a great dad. The kids love you. Oh. And it's like, okay, Whoa. well, that's not. You know what? At least something was posted. It was. And yes. it was. they seem to have be very respectful, and that's great. So the day, but we've all been, you know, paying attention to Kyle's feed because there's been a lot less Mauricio. And he's, I'd say the couple is one of the longest standing couples in Bravo history. They were t- together for 27 years. Oh, yeah. He was always very much a big presence on that TV when I, when you would be he watching it. absolutely was. He was long the long-standing hottest house husband. Oh, know. he looks great. He's gorgeous. <laughs> He's a good, good-looking yeah. man. And according to a source close to People Magazine, Kyle and Mauricio have been separated for a while now, but they are still living under the same roof. They remain amicable as they figure out what's next for them and their family. And so there is a little bit of... 
There's okay. Well, they also put out a statement themselves uh, admitting that they had a rough year, but they're saying any reports of a divorce are false. But it's like that's not what People Magazine said. They said separation. Sure. And I think they're mincing words. I think they are separated, but no one has gone through with the divorce. They're still considering their options. And another reason why this could be salacious, and it seems like the reason that they put out the second statement was because. Um, Kyle Richards has been palling around town with uh, a country artist named Morgan Wade, who I believe we have a couple of Discord members who are big Morgan Wade stands. Okay. And Morgan and Kyle have been together in ways that have raised a few eyebrows. And people are like, oh, are you with this person? Are you two together? And Morgan uh, is a, an incredible musician and um, artist. And supposedly they have matching heart tattoos. Morgan apparently has a K tattooed on her arm. This is all, you know, just... People things things people have noticed. Wait, Morgan is a woman. Morgan is a woman. Oh, you didn't that, that, you didn't say this. Well, I mean, <laughs> does it matter? We uh, shouldn't people be free to be what express I mean, it, how they it, want it, to? It makes I it, guess pride is over, and uh, so Matt listen, Steele, the homophobe, comes out to play. Listen, it makes it more exciting to talk about on 2K <laughs> Mats. That's what it does. It does. and Because uh, let me tell you, my ears perked up. <laughs> as soon as you figured when out When you were like, oh, some country artist named Morgan Wade, I was just like, oh, snooze. But then when you said she, <laughs> I was like, let's go. And, they, and I feel like that, the fact that there's discussion of possibly Morgan and Kyle dating is the reason that Kyle and Mauricio put out a statement following the People magazine article. It says, there has been no wrongdoing on anyone's part. Although we are in the public eye, we asked to be able to work through our issues privately. While it may be entertaining to speculate, please do not create false stories to fit a further salacious narrative. So that to me reads like, at least we didn't cheat. Nobody cheated. Great. But if they've been separated for a while, then this wouldn't be cheating. No. Right? No, if if everyone was... Agreed and new yes. and on board and separation had occurred. Yes. Then okay, go for it. it Tattoo t- all the all the K's and M's or whatever on each other <laughs> that you want. It feels like between the scandal and you know, there's been just a lot of Bravo drama this year that's so intense. I hope we get to the bottom of this. I assume they're going to discuss it a lot on Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is supposed to come out in like I don't know a few months. Um, but I also wonder if after the announcement and people, if they pulled a scandal and picked those cameras back up, because wouldn't you want to see Kyle the day that this is released, the day that this People magazine article comes out? I don't know. I, I just I would like to see how everyone's taking the news. Sure, you know, I want to know. Like what? I mean, we, of course we can't speculate the what what's happening with Kyle and Morgan and everything. <laughs> um, but like, I guess nothing can happen if they're kind of hesitant to say like a divorce is going to happen. I mean, I feel like there are people who are separated and date. Like some, okay. um, I just was reading an article about some white man and his black wife separating and not planning on divorcing. Uh, and being like, but we are going to date other people. Because they're like, oh, that's a headache. I know. It's <laughs> like, like, and I, I think there's like... just so much money when you're that wealthy. It's like, do you want to be splitting up your assets and things? Sure. Do you want to be taking people to court and like alimony and all of that? I just watched it to celebrate my 4th of July after I got home from work. I watched uh, the movie Interiors. <laughs> I which saw is that. a 1978 film starring Geraldine Page. That seems like a... Diane Keaton. A very unique way to celebrate the 4th of July. It's the only way to celebrate 4th of July. Huh. It's Woody Allen's first drama mm. <laughs> and so um, it's essentially about um, a husband who announces to his family just like out of the blue just like I've decided I don't want to live in this house anymore and I would like to separate oh. from the home oh. from my wife and Geraldine Page plays like 
an absolute like mess of a woman who's oh, just no. going, who's just has a breakdown every five seconds and everything. And she's brilliant, by the way. like <laughs> utterly brilliant. That she won an Academy Award. She was nominated. Oh. She's and she 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 won a few years later for a trip to Bountiful in 1985. Of course. Um, but um, she's a, a, one of the most fascinating actresses ever, in my opinion. Like she's amazing. Uh, but anyway, so. For a while in the movie, like, you know, he still comes and visits his wife, sends yes. her flowers on her birthday, tells her he loves her and everything. That sounds like you after a breakup. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm very much like, no, but I don't say like, oh, we're still no. husband and wife. No. I, I'm just, just like, still just like, keep in we're friends. Yes. I, I want to make sure you're doing okay and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so there's at one point he... Eventually gets a girlfriend played by the brilliant Maureen Stapleton, who was also nominated for an Oscar for this oh. movie. Um, she and uh, he tells his wife, "I think it's time we settled our divorce." And Geraldine Page is in a church, and she's just like, "I didn't know that a, d a divorce was going to happen." <laughs> and she's like, "I don't understand why we can't just go on doing things the way we do them." And then she smashes these candles, and it's oh. great. And it just reminds me of that. <laughs> just like, just how there's an article, and they're just like, "No one said divorce." Exactly. And this exact same thing happened to another housewives couple or former housewives couple, Monique Samuels, who you know I love from Potomac, and her husband, I believe 11 years, Chris Samuels. Uh, it was announced in People Magazine like back in October that they were separating and they both like got on Instagram Live being like, look, we're sitting right next to each other. We are not getting divorced. We are just trying to see things out if we live in different spaces, but like we're really fighting for our marriage. And a couple of months later, I was like, well, now we're a couple months, a couple months. They're saying all this and it only took a couple months for them to be like, hey, we're getting a divorce. I just we've seen this story on Housewives before. And like, I don't want them to be getting divorced. I want, you know, but it's good that most of their children are adults. I feel like the youngest Portia was a kid when the show started. And that was 15 years ago. So that little girl is about to go off to college, probably. OK. And so, you know, the kids will be fine. Yes. They both have a lot of money. <laughs> If the kids need some therapy, they can get some therapy. Absolutely, they and, can. And you know what? I'm sure the kids know that the parents love them. Kyle told the kids, your dad loves you. He's a yes, great dad. Yes, great dad. So they're they're doing things correctly, I feel. I feel like that, too. Sure. So I'll keep my ear to the floor, guys. Yeah. No, I, all the bravaholics out there, yeah. even though a lot of you aren't in the Discord, unfortunately. But I will be discussing this, or at least keeping you updated as things progress. Yeah. So everyone, I'm, stay tuned. I'm sure things are messy, but behind the scenes, and it's good that they're not in front of the scenes. Absolutely. And Until then, the cameras come up. <laughs> after the <laughs> announcement was made, I believe, on the 3rd, on, uh, Jan on January 4th, July 4th, they did post their first pictures together in a long time. And it was like okay. an Instagram story of like them at a parade together. And I was like, they're clearly amicable. They're trying. They're trying that's whatever's that's happening. That's all you can do. To quote Taylor, this is me trying. And to quote Nelly Furtado, all you gotta do, or all I can do is try. What a great song. That was mm. pre-loose, Nelly Furtado. It's a great song. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just need us all to know about try. Um, this weekend, we didn't talk about Indiana Jones, did we? Oh, uh, no, we didn't. The dial didn't of, come up. Uh, it, it collected an underwhelming $60 million, which by the way, like, it's so weird that $60 million is underwhelming. Because the movie cost like 280 something million. I see it's 295. Like, how, for what was it paying the actors? Was it, are there special effects? Like, how, why are movies this expensive that you need to make that much money before even taking marketing into consideration to make the money back and break even? It's crazy how anything this massive gets greenlit nowadays when it's a franchise because now it's like, yes, yes, people are seeing franchises and everything, but right now we are being inundated with so many franchises right. and, and all this stuff that like there's there's too much and now people are 
burnt out from it. Yes. We all said this would happen. <laughs> but they're they're burnt out. It's like I didn't even know a new Indiana Jones movie was coming the hell out. I knew it was coming out. I didn't know it was coming out when it did. Yeah. Um, but I also am like, didn't they just do a four with Shia LaBeouf like not that long ago? And I assume that one didn't do well. It certainly didn't do well critically. Maybe it did well commercially? I don't know. And I know the new did the new Transformers come out yet? No idea. I have no, the <laughs> no thing is, idea. like I because the thing is I saw the trailer for the new Transformers movie and everything. Yes. And I was like, oh, another one's coming out. But like I have no concept of when that is coming out. And like I've I've never seen a Transformers movie, but like people get excited over them and everything. Right. But like I feel like people aren't buzzing about this. And it's like, I'm sure a lot of money was spent on this. Why aren't people buzzing about it? Right. What are people buzzing about? Oppenheimer versus Barbie. They are. I feel like it's a lot of I feel like if it's not a fast X or something. Uh, it's most of the other franchise things are not. And I guess uh, the Spider-Verse did very well as well. It did, yes. Um, but I, I feel like it's not like the safest bet in the world. Like for such a long time, I feel like people thought, oh, if I make eight of these, if the first one did well, all eight are going to do great. And I don't think that's the case anymore. Yeah. Oh. We got the tide, how the tides are turning. I know, I know. It's happening. It's a new era. God, we threads popped up today and now this. <laughs> I know. So, well, and we're on threads apparently. I so. just joined threads about a half an hour ago and I already have a whopping let me check uh oh site just crashed uh oh <laughs> uh, uh, I already have a whopping 31 followers yes everyone follow Matt Steele Matt Palmer Music and uh, Two Gay Matts on threads because we yeah. did turn it on we did <laughs> we did um, did you see this that Kiki Palmer's boyfriend is facing backlash because he's outfit shaming her? She went to uh, the Usher residency in Vegas and, like, you know, was just wearing like a going out looking outfit to me. I don't know. Um, and uh, he tweeted out, We live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want his wife, want the wife and mother of his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. Because he said something like, it's the outfit, though. You a mom. When just like, and it's also, the thing is with this, it's like, well, why did you not talk about it privately? I mean, take <laughs> a tip from a real housewife, Hello, sir, and please. her husband. Yes. Keep that private. Like, yes. like it, if you had a problem with what she was wearing and everything, you don't tweet that no. out. Like, you no. keep that private. If, like, the reason why you're upset is because, like, hey, you're the mother of my children and everything. Like, Keep, like that's a whole discussion that y'all can have privately, which I do think is stupid, but it's also yeah, not my marriage. It's not, the, it's not it's our like, marriage. I'm not in your relationship, yes. so my opinion of like what I think you're saying is stupid. Hopefully, Kiki agrees. Clearly, she did because she looked great in that outfit and was happy to be sung to. Um, but I shouldn't know that this is happening. And yep. the fact that he tweeted this out and then like doubled down on it, it's like, ugh, don't we only want good things for Kiki Palmer? And like, why we're seeing so much of this relationship already? Like, this child's still a, very much a baby, yes? Yeah. Hey, hopefully they work it out, but don't. Very much a baby. Didn't she like just She have like just it? had it. Yeah, it's very much a baby. I just need <laughs> them to not, I need him to not tweet this out publicly. Yeah, in the future. this is not a. Get Public people l- l- just get a journal. Just write something down and talk to Kiki when she's back home. Or you know what? Like post it right now on Threads because no one's on it, <laughs> and then delete it real quick because no, only thirty one, maybe thirty one people will see it. Someone will screenshot it. I know True, it. Fair. I know it. Uh, apparently, the idol was the weekend's Selena Gomez fanfic. There are now theater uh, theories out there because uh, Jocelyn and Selena both started their Karinas on a children's show. They were wronged by their mothers. They canceled tours to deal with mental health issues. Um, I don't, 
And someone wrote both uh, Joss and Selena's comeback singles included moaning, which I'm like, okay. But uh, I didn't watch a frame of this, uh, but it was a five episoder, which I, there were first rumors that it was supposed to be six, but then I read something else that it was always supposed to be five. So like five episodes is enough for the show. But it's also like, can we not leave Selena Gomez alone? Like if you, uh, I understand like dating someone like Selena Gomez, which by the way, I always forget that they dated at any point. I had no idea that they dated. This is news to me. They were together at a point. Um, But I realized that she's an inspiring person and a person that like has lived a cool life. But like, if you're going to be fictionalizing someone's life, why not fictionalize your own? Right? Sure. But I mean, I guess she is part of his life. But uh, yeah, no. It's a lot. It's It's just like, it seems unnecessary and... And um, hopefully this is the last we hear about the idol because it's not coming back, right? For five episodes, we sure have talked about it a lot. I feel like it's the end of the discussion about it. Uh, But speaking of Barney alum, Selena Gomez, did you see that the Daniel Kaluuya Barney is supposed to be an A24 type film that's surrealistic and for adults? All right, Daniel, don't fuck it up. How do you feel? As long as my man is not disrespected. Your man being Barney? Yeah, that's my man. That's my king. I think that's a weird... I don't know. I don't really think of him. Barney did a lot for me as a child. He took me to the farm. He took me to outer space. I assume this is from the comfort of your living room. From the comfort (laughs) of my imagination. Mm, He taught me how to use my imagination, taught me how to clean up, clean up. That is a song. Everybody do your share. That is a classic piece of music. What Do you think there is a world in which it's too, for adults and too surrealistic for you even to enjoy? Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to see. Okay. I'm, I'll see what mood I'm in that day. <laughs> like there are some days where I'm kind of like, oh, that sounds kind of ridiculous and fun. And some days where I'm like, you will not disrespect my man that way. <laughs> How many like, like reviews of movies from you are, have the basis of like how you were feeling that day baked into that? Ooh, that's really interesting I don't know I I truly don't know yeah well something to think about yeah I think I'm pretty good at not letting my day affect how I watch something okay that's good um I think I'm pretty decent at that albums are a different story yes uh, like albums if I'm in a bad mood and I listen to an album <laughs> I I'm still it. probably gonna be the bad mood. yeah <laughs> but movies I'm able to focus more okay. I will I will say all right yeah well we'll have to see if Barney Makes it for you, does it for you. Well, fingers are crossed. All right. Uh, Wait, hold on a second. Sorry, is Daniel Kaluuya just directing this? Do you know? I think he's in it. Right? He's in it? Is he playing Barney? I don't. I, it just says Daniel Kaluuya's, Daniel Kaluuya's upcoming Barbie film. Let me see what this means. Barney film. Yeah, Barney film. You said Barbie. <laughs> oh, potato, <laughs> potato. If Daniel Kaluuya had a Barbie film, too, that'd be great. Uh, I won't be watching the Barney one, so the Barbie one's the only one. It says wit, uh, Barney movie with Daniel Kaluuya. Okay. So is he Barney? I guess. Who else would he be? He's a to- he's an Oscar winner. But you, you're not going to see him behind the mask and in the costume. What if he plays Selena Gomez? <laughs> in Barney? In the Barney movie. He's like, <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya is Selena Gomez. Wow. In Barney. I don't know why they haven't asked us for our opinions on how to make these movies. Because we got the good ones. We got the good stuff here. I mean, guys, we're artists. We are content creators. That's <laughs> all true. Um, Adele has something to say if anybody's considering uh, <laughs> throwing things on stage at her like y'all did to BB Rex and Ava Max. She says, throw something at me and I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I fucking dare you. Uh, have you noticed how people are like forgetting fucking show etiquette at the moment? People are just throwing shit on stage. Have you seen them? Um, yeah, I think that's fair. And I, I would trust Adele 
Like, she's not kidding around. Oh, no, she's absolutely not. But I wouldn't I, test I will have to say, the Adele stands, they have class. They have taste. They, like, they have, they have, I feel like an Adele fan would never. They also have spent so much money yes. for that ticket. Absolutely. That it's not like, oh, I'm just going to see some girl and see if I can, you know, make the show funny to my demented brain. Like, it's like, no, I've spent my savings to come to Vegas and see Adele. Let's hope she doesn't cancel the show again. Like, no, yeah. you, I just love how she was saying this while she was waving around a giant t-shirt oh, so shooting gun, like a giant bazooka looking <laughs> motherfucker in her hands. Right. And then she's like, okay, I'll fucking kill you. And then she <laughs> shot the t-shirt out into the crowd. Right. And she said afterwards, she's like, I know this seems kind of ridiculous since I'm literally throwing t-shirts at all of you, but it's different. <laughs> and I was like, Is Wait. she like the most genuinely funny pop star we have right now? You besides know- Mariah and Azalea Banks. <laughs> As problematic as Azalea is. Um, I would say, I don't know that, I mean, this is someone who was in a giant pop group who I think is legitimately hilarious whenever I see a clip of her. Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child, mm. I think could fully be a comedian. I okay. was just watching clips of her on the Terrell show and she's truly like so quick, so on it, so like doesn't take herself so seriously. I would truly watch a Netflix special of Michelle on stage telling jokes. I have a great idea for a reality competition show. Okay, let's you see You take it. all these pop stars, Adele, yes. Michelle Williams. I think Adele's As- going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> but let's go. Whatever, we'll, uh, we'll find someone to fund it. Okay. Um, Azalea Banks. Okay. And uh, they each have the do stand up okay and comedians can judge right. and like one person gets kicked off each week hey if azalea I, will give us reality tv show drama if celebrity drag race or whatever rupaul's drag race competition where the celebrities are in drag uh can be greenlit there's no reason this shouldn't be sure i would watch the shit out of that absolutely Come yeah on. it'd be like last comic standing except pop diva version hello that's yeah. all we want uh, Robin's a mom. I had no idea this Did was you happening. See that I had, and apparently the child was born in 2022. Well, first of all, we all knew that Robin was a mom because she is our mother, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but she's actually a mom to someone. She's actually, you know, uh, been become a mother to uh, Tycho is the young boy. I assume oh, he's name? adorable. He's very adorable. Look at that little puff of blonde hair on his head. Very, so you know, cute. very Swiss looking. <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like Robin. <laughs> <laughs> he does. It makes sense that they are That is a baby one Robin. And, the same. and I feel like a few weeks ago also it came out that I was it Charlie XCX is collaborating with Robin? I don't know <gasps> if it's on like music for Robin, music for Charlie or if they're just writing together or what but like the gays are gonna lose it whenever oh, that nuts. releases. Yeah. So I'm ready for it. I'm excited about it. And I'm happy that she, you know, has a child in her arms. I'm clearly something she wanted. Yeah. Um, and we're ready for more music when you and Tycho are ready. The new songs right. featuring Tycho. Yes. Tyco, well, not featuring. <laughs> <laughs> it written, can be de- by. dedicated to in the like liner notes. Okay. Not sure. dedicated to like lyrically. <laughs> you know mm. how I feel about that. She's not going to do a tiny hand. No. What if she releases an album of dance lullabies? No. <laughs> Lullab- I don't lullabies want that. Sent to, set to house music. I really don't want that at all. Uh, and good news for me personally, Sex Education Season 4's official teaser has been released. It looks amazing. Can't wait to see Chuti Gatwa and the whole team back in action on September 21st. It is, of course, the final season because everything has to fucking go away. And I realize Chuti and all of them are very busy. Like, he's in the Barbie movie. He's also going to be the new Doctor Who. So I understand there's only so many 
hours in the day. But Sex Education, if you're not watching it, is truly a fantastic piece of television. Every season is excellent, and I can't wait to see how they wrap everything up. I'm excited for you. Thank you. I I, I hope your your tears are worth it. I think they will be. And uh, you know, uh, how do you say her name? Gillian, Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson. She's also excellent. In it. I mean, she's excellent in everything. She's, she's Gillian a Anderson. talented, talented lady. I can't wait to see where it goes. Season four, and uh, some more sad Bravo news for me as you know, a patron, a longtime patron. I think you were probably there too. We went to Pump. I've been to Pump a couple times, like four times maybe. Well, you didn't go enough because it's closing. Well, it has officially closed its doors after. 10 years. Lisa says, end of an era, but start of something new. Well, it's kind of a tale lyric, isn't it? End of an era, start of an age or something? Then start of something new, that's a song from High School Musical. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you, Pump, for the decade of Pump Teenies, incredible staff, and amazing memories. Now back to work on Wolf by Vanderpump, Lake Tahoe. What? She has a Lake Tahoe restaurant? See, she put an at, I'm clicking it, I'm falling right into her trap. But like, what is Wolf by Vanderpump? It sounds maybe that's where they're filming their the like fine dining reality show that they're starting. The newest restaurant in Lake Tahoe with Caesars Entertainment coming this winter. Sure, I guess you got to make a trip to Lake Tahoe. I don't foresee that. Okay, <laughs> you know I've been to a lot of Vanderpump restaurants in the greater Los Angeles area. I don't need to travel specifically for a Vanderpump restaurant. You okay, know? I mean this is why they close because you don't want to travel. <laughs> hey, I I went to Pump. I supported one time. I this might be why they're closing. I went to Pump with uh, my friend Alicia and Alex and uh, and my roommate Travis. This yes. was a couple years ago, and we were in WeHo and everything, and you know we looked cute and everything. But Travis wore like a a hoodie, zip up hoodie because it was like kind of cold that night so we right. just had him like a zip up hoodie and everything and they wouldn't let him in why because to quote the bouncer he looks sketchy are you serious yeah. even if he like took the jacket off was it still too sketchy looks sketchy they don't want what a zip Travis up hoodie in pump. He looked sketchy, I guess. And they don't want that. And the funny thing was, we had no idea where he was because we mm. just walked in ahead of him. <laughs> and literally for two minutes, like two or three minutes, we were walking around pumping like, where did Travis go? And then we all checked our phones and we were like, and it just said, hi, they didn't let me in. Oh, poor Travis. Justice for Travis. He should have been able to get into pump. Well, now no one's getting that into pump. That is true. Now the doors have closed. Um... As of Wednesday, July 5th, I think that's all the news for idiots I have. Oh, wait, also, oh, I almost didn't want to talk about it, but I, it's come up and we should discuss it. Miranda Singh sucks. <laughs> she, a video has come out today that apparently was unlisted on her YouTube channel, but linked in her second book, which was a dance video of her doing some sort of single ladies-esque wannabe choreography in blackface. Was this, do we know the year that this happened? It was a year that was well long after it, everyone knew that you should you not should do not blackface. You should not be fucking doing that. Like, it's been established for decades, decades now that blackface is objectively offensive, especially with, with the horse's historical context in this country. And I can't believe she was allowed to do it's that. It's just like... I mean, we, we're just never going to see this girl again. And I think it's for the best because this is, it's just wild that she was getting away with this for so long. Like some random fan took that video. People bought that book and went to the link. They knew that this existed out there. And I understand now is the time for like their, you know, canceling of her. And so that's why all this is coming out. But it seems like someone should have said something earlier. I can't, I can't believe that this video has been out there for however many years. And, and it, it's just coming out now. Like that's, that's, 
very shocking and it's surprising to me. Very shocking. It's unclear uh, what year this went down, but based on Miranda Singh's YouTube page, it seems to be sometime in 2017 or 2018. Oh my oh, God. Oh, that's very late. That's very late. Uh, while it's an unlisted post, it's still up. Some of the comments claim the blackface video was offered as an exclusive sneak peek for folks, for folks who bought Colleen's book, My Diary. And it's spelled like at the beginning of diarrhea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I like. There's no one I'd like to talk about less. Like, I realize that this is a big news story, and it's gonna hope maybe keep going on. But I promise you, if we had more news, if it was in the middle of the week, I wouldn't talk about it. Because like everything we've learned is just confirming this girl fucking sucks, and like we're not gonna hear more from her. And like she's going through it, but she's responding poorly. Like just enough, enough, and like. If the Trisha Paytas stuff is true, like then she's actually done something that's criminal. So I don't know what's going on there, but I would like to be excluded from the narrative. I don't know. Guys, if you want to spoof single ladies, just spoof single ladies. Also, just because it's it, if you want to spoof something, just spoof it. Don't do, don't do that. And it's so like, like it's we've said this so many times. It was like when Julianne Huff dressed up as Uzo Aduba in uh, Orange is the New Black for Halloween. And it's like, bitch. Why would you do this? Like so, every year with, with the bronzer, yeah, with the bronzer. Yeah, the bronzer. Uh, every, uh, I feel like it hasn't happened in the past four or five Halloweens, but there was a stretch there where it was like, I feel like we're saying the same thing to you, white people dressing up as black folk. Let's just don't change your skin tone. Just have it be normal. People, if you're not able to show people that you're Beyonce, especially in fucking single ladies, wear the outfit, wear some heels. We got it. It's just. It's just insane. And I just am, I'm shocked, A, that 2018 is so late for the blackface of it all. But also, this was, the video had been out for 10 years. Like, yeah. single ladies have been, this wasn't timely. Like, why would you not do a lemonade thing? So, you're not only racist, you're also late? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an embarrassing. You're also not relevant. It's also not relevant. So, that's 0 for 2. Wow. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to tell the people? Any more news for idiots? I don't think so. Okay. We, I think we did a relatively decent job I for having so only too. like two days worth of stuff. You were just here and we really scrounged something together. We really did. God, so. I'm going to be exhausted by the end of the day. It took everything <laughs> out of me right now. Hey. We still got more to go though. We do. Stay tuned, guys. Yes, we'll be right back. Guys, update. Update. I now have, I just checked, yes. 36 followers yes. on Threads. I am Threads famous. Oh, I want to see how many followers I have. Ooh, let's threads. have a competition. It is a competition, I guys. I don't know that it is. But, this is absolutely um, competition. Okay, what part of the episode? Oh, actually, talk about people giving us Spotify reviews. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. If you guys are <laughs> listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars as a rev- and leave a review. Yes. Say some nice things. Yes. Like, it could be short and sweet, or it could be long and, and in-depth and exciting. Whatever your heart desires, just we appreciate any sort of review that you guys give if it is five stars. Exactly. <laughs> I'm so glad you remembered the most important part. Absolutely. And also, we have a Patreon. Yes. It is a new Patreon. So if you are part of the old Patreon, you are about as untimely as Colleen Ballinger doing <laughs> single ladies. I have 41 followers on threads. Oh, shit. It just got <laughs> real. Happened. Guys, and follow me on threads. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> at It's Mad Steel. Yes. And anyway, back to the Patreon, which is really what's important. Right. Um. Yeah. So if you were a member of the old one come join the new one just patreon.com slash two gay mats you get a whole bunch of exclusive material yes. that's very exciting and all of our request videos will now be patron only so right. in order to see the videos that were requested by our other patrons you gotta become a patron 
And I, is that all we got to plug? I think that's it. That sounds about right. That was pretty solid. It was good. And it's only been a couple of days. So I believe we don't have an official email my hearts this week. No, but if you would like to be a part of email my heart, you can email us at two gay mats at gmail.com to is spelled T-W-O. And yes, while we didn't have an official uh, email my heart, we did get uh, a message from our good friend Chris Kelly. This is not the Chris Kelly showrunner of other two who got canceled last week. This is the lovely Brandy Carlisle Stan Chris Kelly who uh, I believe is a patron, has been a patron for a long time and we love him very much. Uh, he asked us, do you want Muna, Boy Genius, Haim, and Brandy Carlisle to revive Lilifair? And to that I say, absolutely. fucking If we have the, you know, femme-presenting artists of, you know, emotional depth. I feel like that was the whole thing with Lilifair. It was definitely shown as like, this is like a woman's festival, big in the 90s. It's very like Fiona Apple, Lannis, like that kind of sound. And I feel like much like Divas Live, it is due for a reboot. Like to, like the fact that we're rebooting everything, there's a 12th Indiana Jones no one saw, and we can't throw up five divas to be like a dedication to Mariah Carey on VH1 or wherever they'd want to air it these days. It's pretty gross. And I feel like this is something that the girls want these days. Like Hello? they love a moody chick now. Olivia Rodrigo can headline that shit. Yes. Olivia Rodrigo and Billie Eilish will just be up there being like, mm, bum, 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 are they headlining Lilith Fair or Divas Live? Or both? Both. Why not both? <laughs> Why, Why not, not both? both? But yes, absolutely. With the affair at all Olivia would be this would be a great time maybe Olivia's next she could do like a Loverfest-esque kind of tour where instead of going she could go on tour as well but maybe she could have a festival that was like the Lilith Fair again and uh, invite all of her friends out That'd be great. Sure. I would love that for her. Uh, guys, music is for everyone. It really is. It's for all of us. Um so Matt Steele, yeah. what has been giving you moments this week? Uh, okay, so I'm going to talk about something that I could have talked about last week, but right. I spared you all. Oh, so we're not <laughs> spared anymore. Okay, got it. Well, I mean, hey, throw me in a microphone two days later. I got nothing to talk about. I, as a lot of you know, have been binging Big Brother Canada mm-hmm. uh, since seasons, ever since it came on Paramount Plus, because, you know, I got to know the history of it all. Sure. Uh, and so I just finished Big Brother Canada 7, and... For a season where, spoiler alert, literally it's dominated by men, there's a four person, the worst thing you could tell a Big Brother fan is that, hey, this season is going to be dominated by a four guy alliance. It's like, boo, snooze, I'm furious already. (laughs) But this season was run by an alliance called the Pretty Boys. Okay. uh, And they were so entertaining. Any gays? Uh, there was, but he wasn't a part of the Pretty Boys Alliance. Oh no! I know he was. He fell victim to the Pretty Boys That's Alliance. Uh, he was eliminated. He was Eddie. He was very cute and very sweet. But Hi, well, Eddie. he had to go. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, so I was just like blown away by how much I enjoyed the season because, like, as dull as the season should have been on paper, like there were no power switches whatsoever, um, which is always very frustrating when you're watching Big Brother and everything. The way they edited the season, like the edited show was so thrilling, especially near the end, like when it got to like the final six. Mm. That's usually when the excitement in the show, like season dies down and you're like, let's wrap this the fuck up. (laughs) Like I am so bored. That's when the gameplay really got fantastic. Mm. Um, So I just really, really was surprised by how much I enjoyed the season. The The Pretty Boys Alliance consisted of Dane, who was like a short guy who played hockey. He was real scrappy, real muscular, and he had a bunch of teeth missing. Oh my. And so his, because, you know, from hockey. hockey. And so his shtick was he would always like pop out his fake teeth and everything. Mm. And it was real goofy and it always brought a smile to my face, though I have to say he was very charming. Uh, and then there was Anthony, who was like the opposite, like six foot five, gorgeous guy. Mm. 
Um, and very, very like quiet at first. But when I tell you a master manipulator, really? like, uh, like I've never seen. And so spoiler alert, Dane and Anthony were in the final two. Uh, Dane ended up winning because his social game was just fantastic. And mm. his competition wins were really, really amazing. And there was Adam, who was very much like a pretty boy who just won a lot of competitions, who was always known as the physical threat. Then you had Mark, who was very much the, the, uh, the mess of it all. Like okay. he was the one that would, if anyone would turn on the alliance, it would be him. He made crazy decisions and everything. So it was a really like interesting dynamic between the four of them. And they would scream at each other like girls. Like they would cry. They would hold okay, each other's like hands, that. hug each other. Like they would be like fighting that. one second, start crying and be like, but you know what, man? I fucking love you. And, and they, like one would betray the other in some sort of way. And they would scream at each other. And then they'd be like, but you know what? Fist out. Good. What does fist out mean? They, they would, like, I'm, I'm describing for the people who are listening. Oh, I see. They, they, like, they would be like, you betrayed me, da 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 and screaming at each other and cr- literal tears from all of these men. Lord. And they'd be like, but you know what? And they'd put their fists out and be like, good game. <laughs> so lame. It was riveting. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Perhaps apparently the fans of Big Brother Canada hated this season uh, because it, I can imagine disliking this season if you're watching it live. Like, mm. and the same people are winning the right. entire no, thing. That would be boring. But the edited version, since I did not was not following along all summer, um, the edited version I did find very entertaining. Big Brother sure. Canada, like even the worst season of Big Brother Canada, I have to say, is was still great. Like Big Brother Canada delivers. What do you think they do right that Big Brother America does not do right these days? Uh it's I I truly don't. No, at this point, mm. like I, th- I think it's all about the casting. Okay. Like they cast more dynamic people. Um, I was at l- last season, Big Brother twenty four. The casting was fantastic. Like the cast was really, really ex- exciting and entertaining. But, but still, like the the cast is just more dynamic on Big Brother Canada. They right. present them with more challenges to do. Mm. So it's. And it, which causes more opportunities to like work together or you work against each other. It's more opportunities for some conflict and everything. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just the dynamics of the personalities like always really kind of work and they put them in more positions where they have to reveal those personalities. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Matt Palmer. Yes. What's been giving you moments? Well, for me, and the thing is I hate to talk about this cause I'm not done with the season, but we all know I love a dating show, especially one. With some gays. And Max's Swiping America is a joy to watch. Oh, especially ones with my friends in them. <laughs> this is the thing. I love that it never came up that Matt Steele's friend Fernando, who lives in Austin, is on the show. So me and Jax are just on the couch watching it, getting, you know, having a fun weekend moment. And we're on episode three. They go to Austin and the gay man, uh, Chris, is swiping through his options. And Fernando pops up. And it's like, Bitch, why did you not say anything? I call Matt Steele, or I text him, and I call him. He's like, oh, I didn't know anyone was watching that show. I didn't know that was a real well, thing. First of all, you call, Matt Palmer does not call. I don't. He does not. So I, I thought someone died. <laughs> like, I was I was, I was, was in the bathroom, oh. and I was well, just like, answered, and so. I was like, oh, God, I have to answer. Someone literally died. Nope. I answer, um, why didn't you tell me that Fernando was on Swiping America? And I was like, bitch, what is Swiping America? <laughs> it's a show. 
And he was saying it's the dating show where like they have like a group of people and they travel around the country yes. to date people from all different states. And yes, they essentially they're all four from New York, and so they're like trying to get out of their city to yeah. see if their person they're supposed to be with is somewhere across America. Yeah, and they have to like pick which city they liked best or something, right? Or well, which they, person? Which they city? have to pick. Yeah, they go on a couple of mini dates in each city, and then they have like a date. They pick of all those people the person they want to go on the date with, like for the major date on in the city. But as they move through other cities and make stronger connections, they can call people and be like, hey, person from Austin, I really liked you. Will you come to Santa Fe and like have another yes. date with me? Okay, uh, this is all coming back to me because when <laughs> Fernando filmed it like a few months ago or whatever, yeah. he, he was just like, this is, oh, I'm filming this dating show or whatever. Like I, I think he, I don't know how he got on. I forget. But he was like, yeah, and this is the premise. And uh, one of us gets chosen to go on a date like a in some other part of the country mm. so like maybe I'll be in LA to see you or something at some point point. and so I was like oh, okay great and I figured like oh this was you know it's gonna be on the internet yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I didn't show. know it was gonna be like on Max or yes. whatever and so uh, when Matt Palmer called me he's like why didn't you tell me Fernando was on this dating show I was just like I didn't know that and then I was like oh wait it's all coming back to me it's all coming back to me well the show is a joy I really love our you know leads they're all nice I feel like Chris, who is our gay man lead, is nice and very handsome, but he's just a little reserved. Like, I wish he, like, sometimes he went was dating this guy in Miami named Derek, who was just, like, so open and so, like, free in front of the camera that I was like, I wish you were the kind of person they cast as lead. No shade to our guy. He's very handsome and, like, has a story that's good, fun to follow. But the, the Miami guy was, like, coaching him through his scenes. He was like, no, just go with it. Just, like... Be you know just calm down. It's we're all having fun. It's not a big deal. And he's like, oh wow, this is great. And it's like, yeah, you got to just loosen up, like you know, loosen up a little bit. But he's nice. His heart's in the right place. It's interesting to see his journey. And I will say, there's this girl named Reagan who, at the very beginning, I was like, okay, she's a lot. She's over the top. I don't know if I like her. She looks a lot like Brandy Glanville from Housewives of Beverly Hills as well. Uh, and so I was just imagining she was going to be a, a lot. And I'm like, by the sixth episode or whatever I'm on, I'm like. I fucking love this girl. She is so funny. She's so quick-witted. All of the episodes have titles that are like quotes that one of the leads say throughout the episode. And it's like 99% of the time her. That's Just because so she's so funny. And she like is a uh, used to be Mormon and has a kid who's in a situation that's difficult to talk about and so you see how she deals with it on the dates or uh, doesn't deal with them on dates and she's just someone where it's like I really want you to find someone all of the people I do there's of course also a lesbian named Ash who's very cool and very like for the whole time I'm like she's liking these girls on the dates but she's always like yeah I like them but maybe we're just as better as friends I'm like what? it seemed like you guys had such a connection and then episode 4 comes out that like I actually just started dating someone right before I left for this and oh, I can't God. stop thinking about her and I've been texting her it's like girl like the whole concept girl, of the show fake it <laughs> fake it but of course she gets the girl to come on the show okay. so she gets Jess to fly out to New Orleans wherever it was and they have this big date in fairness to Ash Jess is gorgeous like truly beautiful so essentially this girl just wasted all of our time watching hey, her plot the only thing about it, I'm not through the end of the season I'm more concerned I'm like, it's so clear that all of the girls going on the dates with Ash that she's meeting in these places are super into her. And with Jess, I'm like, does she like you as much as you like her? Because Ash is head over heels, like falling over herself. Like she's like, has sent this girl flowers like right after they met. And, and Jess is like, yeah, yeah, she's cool. Ooh, Jess. I am nervous. Ash, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm I want Ash to find happiness and to find love. And I am just nervous that... 
Well, season two. I know. But it's like, I assume we'll get new people for season two. Well, but Ash will come back because she'll, the, her whole plot will be, Jess broke my heart. Mm, I could and see that. And then. I uh, just, if you're out there, Jess, just know I'm worried. I hope things are going great with you and Jess, but I don't know. And then there's our last girl, uh, Kisan, I believe is how you say her name. And she met a guy, Ryan, early on in the process, who she really seems to like. But last night after um, Fourth of July, I fell asleep while we were watching the show. And Jackson was like, oh, at the end of the episode, like, she, Ryan, like, didn't show up to their FaceTime date. And like she's now trying, like thinking about other options because she has gotten worried about if he's into her. And I'm like, I thought they were like our couple that we could really root for and that we could stand on. And so I'm not done with the season, but I'm clearly very invested. I feel like now that the writer's strike is really going, I have to just not have to, but it, it'll be a time that you can dive back into some reality shows you may have missed, even dive into some scripted shows that I have missed. Like we started Enlightened when my mom was here. I'm excited to see the end of that because I want to see what Mike White was up to pre-White Lotus. So sure. Excited just to get into more TV because, you know, if we're going to find a silver lining with the writer's strike, it's that now we can all take a little bit more time to catch up. There's so much content, so much TV out all of the time. And so now it's like, maybe I will watch The Bear because I have nothing but time. Abbott's sure. not coming back, unfortunately, for the time being. Check so. out The Bear. I will check. Just I hear this. Someone said that season two reminds them of This Is Us. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it reminds you of This Is Us, I'm out. <laughs> well, oh, well. <laughs> because I got yeah, cut Yes, out. I, remember, I remember. I'm literally now. out. Yeah. Of this well, maybe season two of that Mac show, you can go on the dates. You could date some cute gay guy. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, I'm just thinking about their jobs for you. Oh, so instead <laughs> of being like an actual person who books acting jobs, I have to do reality TV. Wow. I mean, I'll take it. I mean, you're judging Fernando pretty harshly right now, I must say. <laughs> Listen, Fernando books both acting jobs and reality TV. Wow. I can't even get a damn callback for Big Brother. I did see him on Never Have I Ever one season, the season finale. Yeah, he's on the season finale of season two. I don't, know, he plays I don't remember teacher. which one it was. I helped him with that audition. Did you? Yeah, I didn't watch his episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I seen all of Fernando's episodes and you have not? I, well, you know, I I, su- I, I support. I listen when that boy is in trouble. He calls me and That's I help true. him through it. That's true. And so you know, I I I watch I watch him. I watch him enough on Facetime. I don't need to watch him <laughs> on my TV. Oh my gosh! Well, Matt Steele. Yes. Is there anything else you want to tell the people today? Thank you so much for listening to this. Yes. Thank. I hope you enjoyed it. It's just you know, I realize it's not as timely as it usually is, but I feel like there are a lot of podcasts that are like, oh, we've recorded so far in advance X Y Z, and maybe if you do like more of an interview podcast, it's yeah. easier to do that because for with us, it's like. If we don't do it at the time, it's going to feel a little dated. So if this feels a little dated, we apologize. But we'll be back so it's soon. It's not as dated as some things out there. Like what? Like things we we shouldn't bring up again. Oh, God. <laughs> I forgot about her. I, I try to block her out of my mind from here on out. It's also true. But again, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week in our normal time. We'll be doing the live on Sunday night at 6.30 p.m. And you'll be doing it from Jersey. No? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm packing my microphone. Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Well, I'm glad we figured that out on the podcast live. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And we'll be back soon with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye.